hello, hello. I welcome you back once again to Pastor B's Kitchen Table. As you know by now, this is the place where we break it down, chop it up, and put it back together again. It's called the Kitchen Table because this is where we get real and relevant of issues related to relationships. We've been talking about a myriad of things over the past month. If you want to just catch up on what we've been doing at the Kitchen Table, go back on YouTube and you'll be able to see the podcast of Pastor B's Kitchen Table. But today I'm excited to have my brother here. Uh, Minister Wilfred Darden is here, uh, and, and, and we're talking about an issue today uh, that many don't talk about in a public setting, but they live in a private setting all the time, and that is about parenting, parenting a prodigal, prodigal is someone who's wasteful, someone who, who just uh, expends everything, who just lives a riotous life, an unproductive life, and so I've got my brother here, uh, Brother Wilfred, you tell, tell me who you are. Wilfred Darden, uh, Ministry of Jesus Alpha and Omega Ministry. That ministry is where we work to expand apologetics and teach Christians how to defend their faith. We also do some we do also some ministry in the inner city. Most of our work is in the city, dealing with dysfunctional thought, um, working to make sure that spontaneous reasoning out of the out of the thinking is uh, uh, we really just uh, responsibility over pleasure. Yeah. Because yeah. dysfunction pretty much deals with uh, where. Um, Pleasure just dominates responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It's really what a, addictive behavior is. Yeah. Mm. So when you start seeing prodigals and things like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. if you don't, if you're not skilled yeah, yeah. in being able to replace the responsibility yeah. back with the pleasure, yeah. he will remain a prodigal. He will remain a prodigal. Yeah. Amen. So our ministry deals with that. We're in in the inner city, so our, our motto is we change an inner city one family at a time. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. Amen. So. Amen. I want you to hear that because, you know, this brother on the front line, I've been with him in evangelistic opportunities. In fact, I was teasing him, calling him a gospel gangster uh, because he'll share Jesus with anyone at any time, at any setting. Uh, we've been together in, in some tense moments, and we've seen the glory of God yes, come forth. But, but he's a man that obviously loves God, just like many of you, just like I do. But the thing that often happens, the pain in homes is your child. Yes. So what happens whenever everything externally seems to be all well and you, you're being used by the Lord with the gospel, you're discipling people and you're reaching people, but in your own house uh, there's that whole tribulation and trouble uh, with your own flesh and blood. And so what for you, well, just kind of tell me your story. So we have several stories, but yeah. uh, uh, his, his, uh, his focus is on my son. We have one son, and... Um, we call him a prodigal because um, in his, in his, he, had a, he, had a, he had a younger brother that passed when he was six, so he had some emotional dysfunction, mm -hmm. and um, and so we decided to to, uh, to to take the challenge and put the gospel on him. Uh, part of our ministry work is to make sure that everyone in the home is saved, right. everybody in the house is is sanctified, right. or growing, and everybody right. serves. So with that being a with that being a top priority of ours, it's pretty easy yeah. to apply the gospel to everything that was going on. In his dysfunction, he had gone into serious, serious drug, drug addiction, and in the drug addiction, he had really, really just lost all of his character. Um, it was pretty bad. So I'll give you one example. Um, one example is that um, I, we have a dually. Uh, Truck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He went out and got wet. I don't know if anyone knows what wet is, but it's a drug, and it's kind of like LSD. Mm -hmm. Really, really alters the the thinking process, and so he took that truck of mine and sold it for a lot of wet. Wow. And when he sold it for that, 
uh, I went got the truck. Right. And when I went got the truck, I had to go get the truck from the person he sold it to. The person he sold it to had a pistol. Uh -huh. He decided he wasn't going to give up the truck. Uh -huh. And so he kind of shared with me what he was going to do mm -hmm. if my son didn't give him the truck that he had sold. Yeah. And I shared with him, you're going to give me this truck. <laughs> and I took truck. Yeah. We're going to drive home in this truck of somebody that's going to jail and we go back and forth. Well, and going back and forth, the guy decided that he was going to challenge my son and put some heat on him kind of yeah, idea. Yeah. So with that idea, I had to step in, share the gospel with the guy with the pistol, as well as get my son into some type of uh, some help. So I put him in jail uh -huh. for 18 months. Wait, 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 back, back, wait. I want you to hear what he just said. You put your son in jail. I put him in jail for a year and a half. Because in jail, the Bible says that that uh, that uh, that the law is for the ungodly. That's right. That's so right, that's he was right. ungodly, so yeah. we had to put some law on him. And when we put him in jail for 18 months, it allowed him to dry out. Yeah. When he got out, he decided that when he got out, if you can picture this, he was on Main Street. Uh huh. He had um, some. He had a girl's top on. Uh -huh with some beads around his neck, uh -huh. going up and down the street, borrowing people's cell phones. Right. And as he was borrowing the phones, I don't know if to tell you how uh, disturbing he was to those he was trying to borrow the phone from. Uh -huh. And so, um, he was like, he got out. I'm driving home and the Lord say, take him home. Uh -huh. I called his mother on the phone. I say, I just got out of prayer. The Lord said, take him home. Yeah. His mom said, no, he didn't. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he yeah. Said, yeah. Oh, bring him home. Hey, right. I take him home. Right. So I got him when I took him home. When I got him home, Lord said, leave him alone. Yeah. That's tough on me because he sleep on the couch. Yeah. I'm going into ministry every day. Right. Let him alone. The reason I need to leave him alone is because he needs to see an example. Yeah. Of what he needs to be because the example that you've given him is gone. Meanwhile, the very next night, four o'clock in the morning, he had a, he went out and bought him a little Jaguar uh -huh. with the drug money. Uh -huh. Bought the Jaguar with the drug money. The Jaguar was not a color that he liked, uh -huh. so he decided he was gonna take the hood off uh -huh. and change the hood. After he changed the hood, he brought the hood to my bedroom four o'clock in the morning. He's beating on the hood in my bedroom at four o'clock in the morning singing a song yeah. at four o'clock in the morning. I'm not to tell you, I have to get up and yeah. deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to deal with it in the spirit. I yeah. deal with it in the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Next, very next night, it's Fender. He brings a Fender into the bedroom. He's beating on the Fender singing a song. Mm -hmm. So guess what I had to do about him? Sir. I got to lock him down again. Yeah. So I called the police and locked him down again. Yeah. The next day he's locked down for eight months. Okay. When he gets out, this last time, he decided that he'd had enough. Uh -huh. And after he'd had, had, had enough, he decided that he was going to go back to his roots. Uh -huh. And after he come back to the roots, we decided to re-implement Jesus in his business. Yeah. And we re-implemented Jesus in his business. He decided that he was going to, so let me just back up and say, a part of our work in the getting prodigals and people off the street is right. to get them to go to work. Okay. To go street people love money. Yeah. And so if you can put some money there along with the principles of dysfunction, yeah. you can change the behavior. Okay. So as we he decides to come over and take the lawn business from me uh -huh. and work the lawn business. Okay. 
guess what? what? He runs the lawn company now. Wow, he's an entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur. Just gave me the Jaguar. Yeah. And bought him a Mercedes. Wow. He just and what happens is it was really interesting because last <laughs> night he decided that he was going to cut my hair. Uh -huh. And he decided to cut my hair, he had all gospel music on. Wow. Last night, and we, 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 we're talking about business of buying them zero right, turns. Right, right. We're talking about the business of buying them right. uh, 32 inch mowers. Yeah, and yeah. so, what happens is, and I can't make it any plainer, if you consistently share the gospel, yeah. the Holy Spirit will come in yeah. and begin to work on them. Right. If your example is good, you got the love and peace there, and you stand right. for all of the things that God has used in our arsenal. Yeah. To bring the prodigals out. Yeah. Most people are not going to send them to jail. Yeah. yeah. I've sent them to jails numerous uh, amount yeah. of times because he really re had to recognize it. Last jail time, he decided that in his fight toward me, yeah. he went to East Texas, had a shotgun in his trunk. Uh -huh. He's playing loud rap music in Chester, Texas. Uh -huh. The, um, the, uh, well, the police, the, the Texas State guys, right. heard the music, right. pulled over, raised up the trunk to get the shotgun, I put him in jail. When they put him in jail, this particular time when I fight him, he wants my help. Uh -huh. And so I got to get him out on bond. Right. And getting him out on bond, he decides that that was the bonding time because the love of Christ is still in me. I'm not yeah. angry at him, right. but I got to right. change that behavior. Right. And so getting him out on bond yeah. this particular time, um, I had to really do some serious kind of uh, ministry business. Yeah. For example, his, um, his, uh, the probation officer was a, was a, was a uh, kind of, was a, was a, a young white lady yeah. who was kind of struggling financially. Uh -huh. So when I would talk to her and ask her what she needed, I gave her some extra money yeah. just to watch him. Right some extra money to make sure that, take care of him for me until I get back. Yeah. He did, he found out that I gave her the money. Yeah. She went and did some negotiations for, for an attorney for him. Right. And so when we get him out, we're headed back to Houston, and this is what he said. They gave him five years probation. Okay. Um, the reason he could get the probation was because it was a shotgun, yeah. not a pistol. Okay, okay. So they could use the shotgun up in East Texas like hunting. Right. But if right. it had been a pistol, yeah. he would have been seriously in trouble because of the uh, the other amount of time I'd given him. Right. So his, his jail time is stacking up on him. Yeah. But on the way home, he decides he's just through with it. Right. I don't want to go back to jail. I got five years to stay out of trouble. So that five-year law yeah. in the back of his consciousness yeah. allowed him to begin to change and say, okay, this is really not a life that I want. Right. So he goes, he's in East Texas, he goes and he had all of the water that he was selling up in East Texas. Right. He decided to get rid of it. Repentance. Wow, like repentance. That's what repentance is. He decides, I'm not going to do it anymore. He goes out to all of the people he had been buying it from to say, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm thrilled with it. I'm going to start raising my daughter. So repentance. So when you begin to take a wow, look at it, wow. you apply the gospel right. until you see repentance. Yeah. You don't see repentance, you don't deal with it. He was uh, his my mom, his mother, and I were coming out of we locked him up in uh, in, uh, in Harris County. Mm -hmm. And he was on the, he was in the window. He said, Daddy get me out, Daddy get me out. 
I didn't hear no repentance. Yeah, right. You're not coming out. Yeah. You need to repent. Repent says you're going to stop doing what you're doing. Now, we're walking outside, headed home. His mother and my mother would not talk to me because I didn't get him out. Yeah. And they want to get him out because of his cry. And I'm saying to them, if he doesn't repent, yeah. he's not coming out. Yeah, right. Because repentance says he's made up his own mind to change. Yeah. So when we start taking a look at we have five elements of restoration, yeah. right? Yeah. Confessions one. Right. You gotta agree with God. Right. Number two, you gotta forgive. You gotta release everything. Yeah. Number three, you gotta repent. You gotta stop doing yeah. whatever you're doing. Number four, reconciliation. You gotta make some commitment to go fix what you've torn up. Yeah. Then you're gonna arrive at restoration. Yeah. Restoration says, okay, the presence and word of God has returned. The presence and word of God is now uh, causing biblical reasoning to yeah. execute itself in right. your decision making. Wow. So when you start seeing the biblical reason, we right. know the presence of the Holy Spirit is talking to us. Yeah. Not just human reason. Right, right. So if you do 1 Corinthians chapter 2, right. verse 13, mm -hmm. it's the 10 says, or 9 says, I has not seen, he has not heard, right, right. nor has it entered into the heart of man. Yeah. But, it, it, but God has for those who yeah. love him. But then the, the next verse said, but God has revealed it. Through the Spirit. Right. But now, so, so in my son's emotional dysfunction, yeah. His issue is deep inside of him. Right. His issue goes back to when his brother passed at six. Yeah. We're dealing with him at 40. Yeah, yeah. So so the text says that the Holy Spirit can go into the deep part of man. Yeah. So there's no way to repair him if the Holy Spirit don't go down into him yeah. into his foundational years and begin to heal the emotional dysfunction. And while he's healing that emotional dysfunction, verse 13 says, yeah. And the spirit is gonna come back, and he's gonna let you know what happened. But not gonna be a human reason. Yeah, it's gonna be by the spirit. By the spirit and, right. and it must be spiritually discerned. But well, I can't spiritually discern it if I don't recognize what salvation is doing. Yeah, in his life. So now salvation has come on. It's dealing with his his probation. Yeah, it's dealing with his his uh, emotional dysfunction. Right. It's dealing with his drug addiction. And the deep things of God is at work inside, yeah. of, him. inside of him. Can you see it? Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's because I'm thinking about Luke 15 yeah. and what that father did. Yes. Though he had to hear that his son was out there with a hog pen lifestyle, yeah. he didn't go get it. No, he didn't. Because there was no repentance. Sure wasn't. And, and he waited, but he didn't go. He didn't go. And the Bible never talks about you know the father's wife because the way he's trying to, you know, emblematic of how our heavenly father is. Yeah. But you know they had to probably be some external pressure from without sure. and from within because that's his flesh and blood. Exactly. And you're saying that, that you dealt with your son yes. in a biblical perspective. That's exactly right. In spite of the pain. Yes. Because I wanted to ask you, by being in the ministry, you, you're a preacher, you're a yes. pastor. Yes. Uh, how did it impact you in doing ministry? So for me, yeah. it's not, you know, I'm not your average guy. Yeah. So I understand. So, so we do a piece on, on hindsight damage. Yeah. Right. Hindsight damage has to do with the word there's a pain yeah. from the past. Right. The pain is not healed, it causes insensitivity. Yeah. And and the insensitivity can put a a scab of bitterness around it. Uh-huh. 
Bitterness says I'm not gonna change. Yeah. Insensitivity means that whatever I'm, I'm, I can be hostile towards. Yeah. Based on my personality. Yeah. The pain is still present yeah. in my memory. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, if if I don't go in and deal with that hindsight issue, yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna get any better. Get any better. Right. The reason I could be as successful is because I recognize the hindsight issues yeah. that it yeah. Yeah. wasn't personal. Right. Right. wasn't personal. It wasn't personal at all. And in fact, we have a we have a uh, we have a um, we have a, a saying, we don't take it personal. Yeah, yeah. Three pieces on it. We don't take it personal. Stay on your turf. I mean, you must stay in the spirit. Yeah. And recognize the law of the harvest. Yeah. Because if I keep sowing what's right, then right's going to return. Right's going to return. So I can't go into the flesh because right. it's corrupt. Biblical reasoning, biblical principles, walking in the power of the spirit is the answer to prodigals. You can't if you can't walk this right. But say that again. We'll say that again. Biblical principle, biblical reasoning. We do a thing what we call supernatural intellect. Yeah. The intellectual capacity of the spirit of God to bring the word. Right. Per issue. Yeah. Not so you can't you can't you can't walk in yeah. the latest religious sermon. Because no. it's not going to work. Because the spirit of God, for example, there's no possible way. If I'm not walking with the spirit, I would have took him home. Yeah, yeah. I'd be able to know what that voice sounds like. That's right, that's right. I can't play any games with that yeah. because I got to take him home. Well, yeah. he's very dangerous. That's right, he's very dangerous. He's talking about guns and pistols and drugs. I'm taking him back at home where the house is with my wife. That's right. That's a sanctuary for her. Yeah. I'm not going to bring something dangerous back in there, right. even though it's her son. Yeah. So when I bring him back, that's, that has to be something that's under the presence and word of God, and I have to know it. Well, what you're saying should be obvious for Christians, but it's yeah, not. It's not. Because they would agree with you putting them out. Yes. They would agree some even incarcerating them. Yeah. They would agree in cutting them off. Yeah. But you're talking about the whole idea of restoration. That's right. You're talking about them from a biblical, gospel-centered yes, perspective, exactly right. looking for repentance, reconciliation. Yes. And so you're talking about actually doing some, some grace work yes. through the Word of God, yes. through the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because many would rely on some institution to do that. Yes. That they would medicate them yes. and just try to change the outward behavior. That's right. But you're saying, no, 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 no. no, no. no. There's something going on in the heart. Yes. You, Bible says you're not fighting flesh and blood. Right. You got to look at the principality and the power yeah. and the scheme. Right. What's the scheme? The scheme is drug addiction. Yeah. The scheme, that's the satanic scheme against my house was my son and the drug addiction. The yeah. text says you got to do all you can do to stay in. Yeah. You got to go in there and stand on what's going on with right. it. Right. Well, if I'm going to stand, I got to find out the truth of what the text says. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, here's his emotional condition. Right, right. And it got to be a set of righteousness that I got to use. Yeah. That I got to rely on because it's the righteous proceed first yeah. Yeah. and it's righteousness. Yeah. Yeah. The righteousness is the element that changes life. Because anything else would have tried to harm him because you yourself would have been harmed. That's right, that's right. I want to do evil for evil. No, yeah. I can't do evil for evil. Right. But the scripture says I do it. But I got to be able to pull down the power of God yeah. not to do that. Yeah. So we're talking about a, a degree of spiritual, what we want to say, maturity, a degree yeah. Yeah. of spiritual yeah. understanding, yeah. a degree of trusting in God. Yeah. Kind of thing. You just—that's not something you just play in church with. No, 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 no. You—you—you're talking about real spiritual warfare. Sure, exactly right. And making sure that the presence and word of God right. is going to work in Him. In Him. It's, because it can't just be one-sided. If God has said take him home, that's something He's got to do with right, that. Right. And then when you watch Him start to show up, He starts to take over the. I mean, right. putting down. 
means he taught me some things. He puts all of his work on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now he's built up a clientele. To, yeah. But coming out of that, actually, he actually after he actually saw the example right. that the Lord was trying to show him, and then the power God institutes it. Right. It's nothing like it. So what? We know the attacks he came under. Yeah. What attacks did you come under? From um, not okay. So if we use the word attack. It would be probably none, mm -hmm. because for me, it's, it's just another day at the office. Yeah. So we never stopped doing ministry. We yeah. never got preoccupied with yeah. it. Yeah. Never. We never did. What we did was all, we, we, we consistently went into ministry work where his mother and I in ministry together. Right, right, so right. So he could see, it was, I guess it was a blessing because he could see the dual picture. Did, did you ever have any doubts? Doubt is not a good word. Uh, as far as him coming out, um, doubts, I'll say, kind of. Yeah. So... Um, James chapter 1 verse 12 mm -hmm. says blessed is he that endures mm -hmm. because that endurance mm -hmm. is what's allowing him to actually see the glory of God right. so the endurance yeah. so we do a thing where we apply biblical principles yeah. into the behavior pattern of the believer yeah. we use six right. so uh, probably this God's got total control right, right. number two pruning God is doing something so that you look like him right Three, trials and tribulations that's going to deal with your character. Yeah. Endurance means you're going to shape you so you, you can go and see yeah. eternal reality. Right, right, right. So, so when you take a look at it from that perspective, okay, okay. empowerment, presence and word of God is yeah. in you, but God is doing the work. Right. So these, these philosophies in your yeah, thinking yeah. is what actually goes in to protect you. Discernment allows you to know exactly where you are just about each time, but you got to... Pray without ceasing as possible. You got to know your book. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah. I see what protected you. I understand yes. where you where where you were. Yeah. You were able to pull the veil off yes, of it and see for what it really was. Exactly right. And not just to get in your emotions. That's right. And be cared by your emotions and make compromises just so that his behavior was stopped. Yeah. If, if you do the prodigal. Yeah. The problem in the prodigal story was the brother. Yeah. But the brother taking personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can he do daddy like this? Yeah, yeah. See, we didn't, yeah. the principle, you cannot take it personal. Yeah. Because the fight is the Lord. Who say that again? Say that So, so because, because you're talking to someone right now that's listening yeah. who has a prodigal child. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they've done all the right things. Yeah. They, they've, they've sent him to a Wana ministry. Yeah. They've had him in youth ministry. Yeah. They've done all those things. They, they've they didn't even get him saved. They've drugged the church. Yeah. What, what are they doing for yeah. They get him saved. You got to get him saved. So they different things. Because, because, because someone can sit here and say, well, okay, well, your son was, was uh, on drugs, so I understand that's what drugs do. But yeah. my son or daughter uh, is not on drugs. Right. And so what's your answer to that? Dysfunctional is, is dysfunctional, or if it's sin, what difference does it make? Mm -hmm. It's really not going to matter uh -huh. what triggers it. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're still not functioning like you uh -huh. should. Uh -huh. If you're not functioning, there's going to be some type of pleasure over yeah. responsibility. Oh, oh. Whatever the pleasure is, you're going to have to address right, it because right. the pleasure is more yeah. powerful than the personality of the person. Yeah, yeah. So if that pleasure is going to drag them, drag them away, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, you're out on the streets selling crack or I don't know, what is it? It's the pleasure of being out on the streets. It's the nightlife. Yeah. It's that whole, yeah. so it's really not going to matter what it is. Yeah. Not the it, focus. It, it, it doesn't matter what it is. It's not going to matter. 
got to take, you got to deal with whatever pleasures there. So, so, so it, it could be someone involved in a in, in, in a pattern of sin yeah. that uh, could look appealing. In other words, oh, yeah. you know, they don't have the side effect of someone that's doing drugs. Sure. They may dress up and, and, and go downtown sure. and walk in, a, and walk in a legal office that's every exactly day. Right. That's exactly and, right. And yet, internally, they got the, the same it's addiction. It's going to always be that. In fact, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's going to be where that pleasure gives what we call uh, behavioral momentum. Yeah. Mm. Behavioral momentum means they've been doing it for so long. Yeah, yeah. You pop up and say you need to stop it today. Yeah. You're not going to stop it today because the momentum yeah. can be five years, ten yeah. years, however yeah. the period of time. You, right. Well, you have to monitor the behavioral momentum yeah. Yeah. because it's got so much force behind right. it. Right. Because in the, in the hindsight, it's just another day at the office. Yeah. So when you come in, you got to bring the gospel because the gospel is what Jesus is the salvation comes in right. and it challenges that and gives right. them the, right. a desire to please right. God. Right. If you don't get another desire, then the desire that they have is going to maintain. Yeah. You got to yeah. bring something that's strong to change that desire. Yeah. Then when you change the desire, you got to go get another set of principles, yeah. biblical principles to go in to challenge. That's replacement. Yeah, you're gonna, and you're going to have to be pretty, yeah. You have to be steadfast. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says unmovable. Yeah. And so what happens with that, you know, it's a little bit deeper, but what happens with that, behavioral momentum right. will set up a straw man yeah. philosophy. Straw man is arguments that doesn't have any value. Right, right. It's kind of like if you put a straw straw man in the, in, in the, in the crows, in the cornfield, right. he can't move. He's can't got move right, right. nothing in it. Nothing in it, right. So the same as with straw man arguments. Yeah. So, they use manipulation and strongman arguments to maintain whatever behavior pattern that they have. You got to go in and do battle with this kind of stuff. And so what happens is, you know, they come back and they say, uh, you know, if you love me, you would do this. And I'm, yeah. you know, I don't want to love you to do that. This is what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't want anything you got to say because at the end of the day, you're going to have to go do what I say to you. Yeah. Recognizing the strongman argument. Well, well it makes it. Because some some parents or grandparents or guardians are watching and they're wondering, is looking back at it, do you think there's anything you could have done earlier in, in his life to prevent that? No. Because when he earlier, I was doing drugs when he was born. He rode around with me at six years old while wow. I was selling drugs. Wow. So that's in his that's in his DNA. Wow. He thinks that's normal. Yeah. So his whole job when I got saved, he was confused because he wanted the daddy that sold the drugs. Wow. He didn't want the daddy that knew Jesus. Yeah. So for the time he was six until he was 30-something, he fought that daddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so his whole thing was to go get the other daddy back. He wanted to ride bikes with the dope daddy. He don't want to ride bikes with the Jesus daddy. Wow, oh, Yeah. So he don't want to do that. You have to be able to recognize that, but at the end of the day, you have to recognize that if God says go make reconciliation, yeah. in Galatians chapter six verse one, He tells you catch your brother in the fault. Yeah. Don't be don't 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 think more highly of yourself than right, you are. Right, right. Go ahead and help them with their burdens, right, and right. then carry your own. That's right. So those four things He said, if you're spiritual, that's what you have so to that's, do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so if that's the case, what He's saying is what if you're gonna He says, and so there's gonna be a struggle between the flesh yeah, and yeah, the spirit. Yeah, yeah. Discernment is to show you the struggle. Yeah, yeah. Because discernment is going to show you the struggle, but you still have to make 
Yeah. Kingdom decisions. Yeah, yeah. He got to be saved. Yeah, There's no other way to do it. So it starts there. It doesn't. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't. So incarcerating them, putting them out, taking their car, taking their video yeah. game. But that ain't really what we have. And we're not talking about. There's not 15 Christians trying to put salvation in their home. Wow. I do it for a business. Yeah. I do it for a living. Yeah. You know the majority. So we we develop a thing that we call spiritual. Understanding spiritual development. Yeah, yeah. First Corinthians says, if you got, he says uh, in that same uh, text, he right. says, okay, that natural man, yeah. he ain't gonna discern. Right, right. So if my boy naturally is not saved, right. he gotta be saved. Gotta be saved. All right, but not that babe. Yeah. Now he's saved, yeah. but he can't understand anything spiritual. Right. He don't understand gospel. Right. Right. He's not. He's not. He said, I can't talk to you as spiritual. That's right. That's right. So it's now, when, so when I start bringing spiritual things, I gotta recognize yeah. if I'm gonna do some spiritual development. If he's just a babe, then what I have to do is put some milk out there. What Paul yeah. said. Yeah. I gotta put something out there where he really understands. Right. I have to put salvation out there. Right. Right. You. So my whole thing. It was really used to cause them to. Just lose it. And I said, if you had Jesus, you wouldn't talk like that. Yeah, yeah. If you had Jesus, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Jesus and I are good friends. You yeah. ain't finna do nothing. There's a language. Yeah, yeah. And so we would always bump into Christ with me all the time. All the time. All the time. And so, so you say, well, you think you know Jesus, you don't listen to me say this to you. Me and Jesus is tight. And you're not going to get any better till you get him. Yeah, yeah. And you need to move around. So, so, we'll, so, so for the viewer right now who is saying, man. Uh, where do I start? Where do I start? <laughs> tell, tell, tell them what it's you, called. Okay, so number one, you start with where they are. First thing you want to do, so it's classes that we do with, but uh, first, second, second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Mm -hmm. said, the God of this age is blinded the mind, mm -hmm. so at least they see the glorious light of the gospel. Mm -hmm. So in the blinding of the mind, if you do John chapter 3, the blinding of the mind is the deeds. Light is coming to the world. Mm -hmm. Men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds are evil. Right. Now, in that text, Nicodemus was evil. Yeah, yeah. But Nicodemus was the ruler of the Jews. That yeah. don't sound bad. Yeah, yeah. Over so Sanhedrin, that don't sound bad. Yeah. But when he came to Jesus, Jesus went to spiritual development. Sure did. He said, man, if you're not born again, this stuff's not going to work. He's got to know That's right. That's right. spiritual development. Right. So born again, people behave certain ways. So you tell them, first, the, the first priority, make sure your child is saved. You got to go salvation. After they get salvation, they got to get them in their Bibles. They got yeah, to get yeah. biblical reason. Because yeah. you can't process the presence of right. the Word of God if you don't know your book. Yeah. So we do eternal destiny. What happens when you die? So you can recognize, here's things God's going to say. You're going to die one time, then you're going to be judged. Yeah. You're going to go, he's going to judge you for three things in five areas, motive, mouth, and deeds, mm -hmm. personal, family, career, church, and community. Right. He's going to judge you for that. Right. Right. So when we put you in that, they become they come back to a fear of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have a fear of the Lord in an agnostic culture. No, right, right. You don't have right. fear of the Lord in the Lord secular Lord. culture. That's it's right. not there. That's right. You don't have fear of the Lord in the religious culture because yeah. you can go do, use your, yeah. you can use your, uh, your history. Your history. You can use uh, your labels. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm apostle. I'm a prophet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a preacher. Yeah. I can use my label and never go get the power of God. Right. So if I don't get the power of God, I can't change. Right. Because the momentum that I have is still fleshly, still worldly. Yeah. It's not going to matter which label wow. you put with it. So salvation got to come in and clash it. Well, yeah. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9 says that we aim to please Him. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. If you're not, so the aiming to please him takes it, it goes into the desire factor. Yeah. And it's got to do battle with it. Because yeah. if it doesn't change the desire, you're not going to win. Into the desire factor. So we go into the desire factor. Yeah. The Holy Spirit goes to work. Yeah. Working on the desire so he can please God. Your discernment, if you're a believer, yeah. has to be able to recognize yeah. where he is right. on the loving God factor. You can't take it personal. If you take it personal, you can't, you can't think. Hmm. You take it personal, you can't think. Yeah. If you don't take it personal, whatever's going on, you'll still be able to see it because discernment is going to be right. your best right. friend. Right. Discernment is going to show you what it has. You got to see what that's about. Yeah. If he doesn't, if the, you have to understand confession, forgiveness. Yeah. Repentance, yeah. reconciliation, and restoration. Because wherever he is on that scale yeah. is crucial. If it comes to repentance, when I saw him repent, yeah. I can go in and steal whatever I want. No, no, right. Yeah, right, because right. and then because repentance is gonna automatically hook itself to reconciliation. Yeah, that's exactly. So when exactly. he starts to reconcile, he no longer wants to fight, but he wants a long company. So so you weren't the one that was trying to rely on your own appeal or persuasion to bring him to repentance. Mm -hmm. You were using the word of God, yes. trusting the spirit of God. Use, yes. Staying with the gospel. Yes. And you were trusting that, that him just like just like the prophet Luke 15. Yes. The father was obviously yes. at home, but this guy came yes. on his own. Yes. And that's what you're saying. So right. so so you can't just sweet talk them mm -hmm. or buy them or make it comfortable for them. Right. So that's one thing you said is that even when your son was doing all this you weren't making it comfortable for him nope. until the Holy Spirit told you, yes, sir. bring him home. Yes. I mean, your, your son's in your bedroom yeah. with a hood yeah. and a fender. Yeah, beating on it. Beating on yeah. it. You got to know that the Lord told you to bring right. him back because your whole family's right. threatened now. That's exactly right. In wow. fact, the police officer, when, when I called the police officer, because he didn't want to go that time, yeah. but the police came and got him. When they was leaving, and the police officer calls me and says, do you really want to press charges on him? Yeah. I said, yes. He said, well, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I said, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Take him down yeah. and keep him down. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it wasn't, the Lord let him out yeah. because of the, it, my mom, his mom and I were asleep. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He calls me yeah. and says, I'm out yeah. that last time. Yeah. I said, yeah. I looked at her. I said, how did he get out? She yeah. said, God be the Lord. Yeah. But I let him out. Yeah. He says, I'm downtown. Can you come get me? Yeah. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Now who let him out? Yeah, yeah. I ain't let him out. You, let him out. you know, the first time, you know, Lord, do I take him on? You take him out. Yeah. This last time, yeah. he's there. He's coming home. Yeah. I'm gonna catch the cab and come home. What? Yeah. So, and he's been home ever right. since. Has not gone back at all. Well, I, I think that what you're saying is so profound, radical, uh, yet so big. Because someone said, "Oh, you're a hard daddy. You're a hard man," but you understood what you were dealing yeah. with. And, and, and like you said, whether it's just because your son was on drugs, yeah. it can be any sin of yes, choice. It's exactly right. Any sin of choice. Exactly. But it requires the same behavior yes. if you're going to deal with this in wholeness and healing yes. and restoration. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you simply want to put on a good face and, yeah. and save face at the church and right. save face in your job, yeah. then you may do some other things. Sure. But if you really have that person's well-being in, sure. you want to say reunited to God, sure. reunited to their purpose and, sure. their, and their identity in Christ. Right. If you really want that, this is the path to go. And and so 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 the the three sets of righteousness. Yes. Yeah. Right? And if you get the wrong one, you're not gonna win. Yeah. You can get self righteousness. Yeah. That's how you view it. Yeah. 
you can get religious righteousness. Yeah. That's the righteousness that comes through what we're taught on Sundays. Right. Or you get Christ's righteousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ's righteousness. The other two righteousness is going to give you deceptive rationale. Right. Deceptive rationale is what you use as an excuse to keep doing yeah, the sin. Yeah. You see your gay community say, I was born like this. Yeah. My, 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 my discussion with them is you're not and you know you're not. Yeah. You're just using that because you want to go. Yeah. And participate. Yeah. My point to them: If you don't have to do that, yeah. you're an adult. You can do it if you want. Yeah. You just got to stop lying to you. Yeah. You're using a, a, a rationale that rationale. you don't need to right. keep doing stuff right. you can do because right. you're an adult. Right. But when you see deceptive rationale, yeah. it's going to be under a false sense of justification. Yeah. Because you're trying to justify stuff that's not needed. It's not needed. And so when you get out, Christ righteousness says what. This is right, yeah, yeah. and that's wrong. And that's wrong. And when you get to take a look at it, it's wrong because it's universal. Yeah, yeah. And it comes out of the commandment: don't do this to love yeah, your yeah, mama. Yeah, yeah. So when you see those, right, you recognize right. that the presence of God is shown up yeah. because His word is, there. word is there. Now I can use that word yeah. to get me to go into battle right, right. and change the just right. the other two justifications right. that He's bought into right. and take them to truth. That's what Ephesians is telling you. That's what Ephesians is. You got to go put the better truth. Hold on, man. Listen, 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 listen. Obviously, we're not through with this. So we're going to be coming back, and we're going to deal with this some more, because I know you got a lot of questions. I want you to go get your mama and them, your daddy and them, your uncle and them. Go get everybody and bring them to the table. Because there's no pain like parental pain. And he's speaking to the issue of how you really deal with it, not from a surface perspective, but from a kingdom perspective. And so I want you to go get somebody. Tell them to listen to this. I want to, I want your questions. Send your questions in. Yeah. Uh, contact us. And I'm going to bring Minister Wilfred Darden back. We're going to go down this road again, a little bit further in and deeper down, uh, dealing with parenting a prodigal yeah. from a biblical perspective that honors God. That is yes. awesome. Yeah. So we are not through. So you please tell them. I'm waiting to hear from you. And we're looking forward to seeing you here once again, right here at the kitchen table. May God bless you. May God use you. And may God blow your mind with his greatness. Hallelujah. See you next week here at the kitchen table.